All right, guys. Uh, welcome to episode three of Between the Lines, the Tampa Catholic Athletic Podcast. This week, we're going to be covering swimming and the TC swim team. We have Peyton here and Meredith. If you guys can do me a favor, introduce yourself. Tell me uh, the year you guys are in and then uh, what races you guys do. Hi, I'm Peyton, sophomore, graduate. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> Graduating class of 2026, and my favorite races are 100 breast and 100 fly. Hi, I'm Meredith, class of 2025, and I swim the 100 butterfly and the 100 breaststroke. Awesome. All right, guys, first question I got, just because you guys have been here, you've been here for, uh, this is your third year, three different coaches. Yep. What is the difference between, so this is a question just for Meredith, what is the difference between all three coaches that you've had and like the just the structure between TC Swim? Because as an athletic director, it's not a good thing for us to have three coaches in three years, but it's even worse, I think, as a player. Uh, so tell me the differences between the three coaches and then, you know, what do you maybe like about co our current coach right now? So freshman year, we had Mr. Feltz. Um, he was nice because he was a teacher at the school. So like he knew everything that was going on and he was more strict, but he knew what he was doing because he'd been doing it for a lot of years. I think and, nine years. Yeah. yeah. And everybody knew him. Everybody still knows him. He came back the other day and everybody went and said hi. And then... And he was really, like, strict, but he knew what he was doing. Like, we'd have push-ups if we were late off getting off the pool deck or if we were late getting there. So we would always have push-ups or planks after practice. Um, and then sophomore year, we had Coach John. Um, he left a legacy, and um, he was very relaxed and knew a lot about swimming because he was fast himself but wasn't the best at teaching it to everybody. I think the problem with Coach John, and he'll get better with, so like Coach Feltz was in his early 50s, I believe, and Coach John was 22. Yeah. So I think when we hired him, he had almost, I think he had like five swim records at the University of Tampa. Yeah. I just oh, think okay. he might have just been a little young to deal with 18-year-olds who are just right there. Yeah, he was fast himself, oh. like really fast. Yeah. And I think he got in the pool one time and raced somebody. But usually I would find him like in the in the warm place just warming up. Yeah. But and then this year with Coach Maria, she definitely knows what she's doing. She and Coach Coach Tara. That's Peyton. for everyone who's listening, that's Peyton's mom. Um she definitely knows what she's doing because she is a club coach and she was a high school swimmer and now she still swims and she still coaches um, like nationally. Like she coached the Florida age group team at Zones, South Carolina, something like that. There was the uh, Open Water Championships. Open Water Championships. To go back to something that you said, and I'll open this up to both of you guys. So you guys said everyone still knows Coach Feltz. Well, in order to know him, you'd have to be a senior or a junior, right? No. He he came to our meet, our home meet, our senior night meet, and he introduced himself to all the sophomores and well, that's what freshmen. I'm so they would have never met him before that. No, but he made sure they knew him. Why do you guys only have? Because why do you only have one senior? Like, what is it with TC Swim? Like, that's really that was my question. Where 
well, everyone knew him. Well, no, the juniors know him and Noah. Like, and did Noah even swim freshman year? I don't know. Like, why do we, why do we as TC only have one senior? Because I didn't know that until I went to senior night. Like, what do you guys think? Honestly, it just depends. I mean, obviously there's like football, volleyball, basketball, those other kind of sports, which has like hype to it. And then there's just swimming to where there's like, I don't feel like there's like enough hype to where they're like getting people's interest in it. Okay. But like you, how many people are on the swim team? I think, yeah, 13. 13. What is a, okay. So what would be a number? What would be a target goal for a swim? Like, cause I watched Berkeley yeah. and I think Berkeley had like, they had middle school, so that doesn't really count, but I think they had like 50 people. So like for high school, including the middle schoolers for high school, okay. what's your number that you would want? If you were a coach of a high school team, like what? Okay. I have this many boys and this many girls. At least 30 total. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So 15 and 15? Yeah. Usually that's not the split. There's always more girls than guys. But yeah. Okay. So you're saying that high school swim doesn't have that much hype? Does club swim? Like what's the difference between high school and club? Not just on the skill level of each player. Because <laughs> I know that. Because that's the same thing. Besides football, it's every sport. Club is just by far the higher competitive thing but what's the difference like what's the difference between club? i'll just ask what's the difference between club and high school well other than like other than just being competitive more it's like a bigger atmosphere if that kind of makes sense so it's like other than like the high school team where it's just like a few people or like let's just say 30 like mary and meredith were talking about earlier then there's the club where there's like 50 or 60 it just depends on how big your team is it's just a bigger atmosphere in general. How many clubs are there in Tampa? I have no idea. Over 20. Peyton and I are part of one of the largest clubs in Tampa. What's it called? Tampa YMCA Stingrays. Okay. So I know for soccer, because I played soccer and I know for volleyball, you kind of get a reputation just on the club you're in. Does that happen in swimming? Like, I'm part of this club, so stereotypically... I'm faster. Stereotypically, I'm a better swimmer. Does that happen with club? Not so much because each club has their top few athletes that are the fastest. But definitely some of the smaller clubs, you would know that they're slower because you know everybody. Like when you go to a meet, you know who's a club swimmer because you go to TYS swim team and they go to another club in Tampa that you know. So it's a small community. Like, you know most of the club coaches. Definitely. Okay. So, like, I'm just going to name two schools, Tampa Prep and Berkeley. Would you know their coaches? Are they club coaches? Berkeley definitely is. Yeah. Is Tampa Prep? I don't know as much about Tampa Prep. I was just thinking of, like, any schools. I know academies. Berkeley itself is a club team outside of high school. And as well as academy. So their club coach is their high school coach. Like solely because they have pools on their high school grounds. If you guys, let's say you had the greatest swimmers in the world here at TC. Is there Mm -hmm. a school, because you're a junior or sophomore. Is there a school that you would love to like win? Like a school you'd love to beat? Like is there a school that like you would really like, you could walk into their campus and win? Like what school would that be? Honestly, definitely Jesuit and Academy. They're our biggest rivals. 
So that's what I'm prioritizing. What about you? I mean, schools like Bowles that are in the northern parts of Florida, they're they have a reputation for winning every year. They win districts, regionals. So you're thinking states. you're thinking bigger. Yes, definitely. Like so, you're thinking Bowles, which yeah. by the way, if, if anyone knows, and I don't know, Gary, you know, Bowles is like a, a St. Thomas Aquinas, definitely American Heritage, like but of Jacksonville. They are the school of Jacksonville. So that's a good response. Like so, you're you're thinking <laughs> even bigger. I understand. By the way, Payne, my answer would have been Jesuit. Like I always. <laughs> But so you're thinking even bigger yeah. with bowls, yeah. Is because I was talking about this with the volleyball girls, and then obviously Xavier in the first episode, where it seems like certain regions of the state of Florida are better at a particular sport. For example, football is seems to be at a much higher level in Fort Lauderdale, Miami, than it would be in Tallahassee. So you said bowls. Is it like are certain schools in certain areas just known to be better at swimming? Or is everything pretty much equal? Just depends on the kid. I guess some schools are better. Yes, because like bowls, and then University of Florida has a club team up there, and there's a lot of club teams northern. So yeah, I guess northern's better. So northern's better at swimming, which is interesting because volleyball and football are much better south. Yeah, but swim in Florida is known to be best, one of the best in the country, in general. Just Florida. Really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over like, because I would think. Obviously, the big states are good, but. Well, no, I'm just thinking. I for some yeah. reason just had this theory in my brain that I have no evidence about where like the Northeast would be good. They're sort of equal, but definitely like our fastest people in Florida are the fastest. Is that because you can swim year round? Possibly. I think so. Honestly, I'm thinking that. All right. Uh. So let's ask just a few. I just want to ask two or three fun questions. All right. right. So the fun question is there's an assistant coach called Coach Tara who, and I'm asking you to you, Peyton, first and then Meredith. Mm -hmm. When I go to the swim meets and and she has said this, so I'm not talking, she said this to me. I talked to his coach, Maria. She's loud and consistent and consistent. Do you hear her? Do you hear her under the water? Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I prefer not to hear her because she drives me crazy enough. <laughs> well, okay, that's your mom. Would you like a coach to be yelling at you like that? Does it help the swimmer? Yeah, it definitely motivates me to push myself to go in even faster than Just I not would be her. going for. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Meredith, do you hear her under the water? Um, not under, but specific strokes like fly and breaststroke, like they can make us coaches make a certain noise to like keep you on tempo. Okay. So, like, as soon as you're, like, out of the water, they, like, make a noise for when you should be out of the water. They okay. might tell you, like, pick it up or whistle at you. It just depends on however their way of making you go faster is. Yeah, I'm just thinking, so that makes sense that there's a purpose to it. When I was in high school, I hated when my parents, or even a coach, if a coach was consistently yelling at me, I'd be like, dude, leave me alone. But if it's helping me, I could understand, like, where that comes from. Uh, fun question number two. Do you guys want to swim in college? Like, is that a goal or or no? I'm trying to make that as my goal to definitely swim in college. I definitely want to like, well, there's also like, other than me just watching uh, college football, like over the weekends, it's like, they get to travel everywhere and it's like a fun atmosphere in my opinion. So I just kind of like want to have that thing for swimming. Okay. What about you? Um, I mean, I've talked to a few coaches, but... Until I, like, know for sure, I don't know. Like, maybe, 
but there's like certain time standards I'd have to hit um, for that to happen, and I don't want to swim somewhere if it's not D1. What would be your dream school? Like, it's total fantasy. You have the greatest times in America. You go anywhere you want. Where would you go? It would be a FSU or Florida State. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, no, that's well, good. That's good. Well, other than like... Gary, our producer, doesn't like Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> Meredith? I mean, UF has produced like... So you're both staying in Florida? You go anywhere you want. many Olympic athletes. So you can go to California, you can go to Texas, you can go anywhere you want, and you're going to stay two hours I can name like I mean, five Olympic athletes from UF that went for swim. Okay. We can, I mean, we could go to, like, any other school, but like Mary said earlier, is that Florida has, like, one of the best, like, things for swimming. Does, is Miami good at swimming? Wait, is it Miami? The U? Oh, the U. Um, I honestly don't know. Ooh, that's Gary's school. <laughs> Sorry, Gary. Okay. And then, so that's your dream school. What would be, because, Meredith, it's coming up for you in about a year. What's a realistic school? Like, where's somewhere you're like, okay, I could possibly go there um i mean i've been thinking about like university of delaware and stuff okay possibly but i have to get faster you mentioned this before we started which i thought was pretty interesting because i think it's unlike any school i've heard and any sport i've heard of they don't necessarily want to get to know you during the recruiting process they just want to know your time so really go into that like i want both of you to go into that and i don't care which one of you go first but like that's interesting because football they i would say i think i would say like 50 percent is do you fit into our culture and then volleyball according to last week's podcast it's more like 80 to 90 percent do you fit into this culture so swimming is just times like what is what is that all about honestly i honestly don't really know much about this kind of thing but honestly Coaches definitely want to see, like, what your times are because then what they can do is, like, build upon you to, like, go even faster. And, like, honestly, it just depends on also, like, who they go against, like, most of the time. Like, who are their biggest rivalries and that kind of stuff. They want the fast kids on their team, not the slow ones. And So it's just about times. Honestly, that's what I'm thinking of. All right, Meredith. Meredith. Um, there's, like, a whole recruiting website. Like, instead of using Twitter and, like, Instagram, like, football and volleyball and whatever sports other use, like – you don't need to see like highlight plays or anything. There's no point in that. You can see a literal time, numerical time, that will tell you if you're fast enough or even close to swimming at a school. So it's called like Swim Cloud and it gives you like a power index. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, wow. So it like ranks you in your class and everything and they can just go on and send mass emails to the top hundred. So have you got one? Yeah. Got you're wearing I just realized you're wearing a Delaware shirt. Right That's where my now. dad went. Okay. So you're biased. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, um, that is really interesting where like, I just, I didn't know any of that. And I don't feel like, I feel like, and by the way, my sister swam, my brother swam. I'm an athletic director and I still didn't know that. And here's another mm. question that I didn't know that I asked you guys before. And I, I actually, you were about to answer it. And then I told you to stop so we can use it on the podcast. Um, <laughs> Explain to me districts, regional states, because districts are coming up next week. I was like, 
the team can move on and you were like no the team can't move on only individuals and relays so go more into that where like so tc swim girls as a team they're not doing anything it's just individuals and relays it's a score as a team like a team can like win the girls score or win the boy like the boys can win the boys meet but yeah you can only move on as an individual in your event or in relay events so it's from district it's weird for swim as compared to other sports but for districts to regionals you need to be top two at your district meet or then at the end of all of the district meets they combine all the results for your region and then take the next 16. okay so it's top 18. technically but top two from your district and then oh, so all the districts yeah so in the end there's 24 people swimming in your event at regionals okay so your team can win districts but that doesn't right. mean everybody moves on exactly yeah could your but that team aspect dies at district you can't win regionals you can you can win i mean regionals. you can win regionals you just need a, a big enough team to make that happen yeah. okay so technically speaking we could win the state championship as a team for girls or boys you just need yeah. an unbelievable team so it's just like track yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the boys wouldn't stand a chance, and I'm not being mean. It's just because you. because <laughs> you have four boys. I mean, if we get more boys, then maybe we could be doing better. But at the moment, there's nothing I, we can really. No, I'm not saying it. you guys are bad. I'm saying you right. literally don't have enough. That's the most we've had in a while. Last year we had four. But last year we had. Wait, no. Wait. Didn't last year we have five at some point? Yeah, we had five. We had five. No. Last year, year we were stronger than. Last year, it was like six or seven, and then like three of them left and decided to just not do it. Okay, yeah, it was just so we're talking about low numbers. Peyton, you have, according to your mom told me, you have a younger sister in the sixth grade who also swims. Why are you looking at yeah. that? Yeah, it's a, that, I don't think that's a crazy question to ask. <laughs> and she says that she will most likely be coming to TC. Coach Tara, Coach Maria could potentially be coaching here. Hopefully, I hope. During that entire time, so that's six. <laughs> that would be your three years plus that you're talking about six, seven more years, seven total. What do you see TC swimming at? Hopefully, numbers wise, at the end of seven, eight years from now, because we're we're barely hitting four guys now. But I think that's because I personally think that's because we've been it's we as an athletic program dropped the ball. We've had three coaches in three years, you know, and some of that wasn't our fault. Um, but where do you see, if we keep the same coaching staff, where do you see TC swim in seven, eight years? If we keep the coaching staff that we have now, I think that the number of swimmers will definitely grow, in my opinion. But it also just depends on like how we can like get it out there. So like how we can gather people's interest. So maybe like That's why we're doing a podcast. Well, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I definitely see I definitely see that I can definitely grow. Hopefully, more boys can join us. Hopefully. Meredith, you were the coach for the next six years. How would you try to get more people? Um, Without recruiting, because that's illegal. Right. <laughs> well, even when I go on, like, ambassador trips and stuff, I, like, market it, how anybody can do it. Like, you don't have to know how to swim, even though it's a swim team. Like, we can teach you. It's not, like, embarrassing. Like, we'll show you how to swim. We'll make sure you're prepared. So, like, I do that when I'm on ambassador trips. 
because a lot of kids are like, well, what are you involved in? And then I can tell them that. Okay, but that's as an ambassador. I'm asking if you're the coach for the next seven years. Well. (laughs) No, hit me. You say anything crazy, we'll just edit Social it media. That's yeah. what I'm probably thinking. I guess social media. Social media. Do you think having a club coach helps in getting club players here? Yes. But it's also a private school, so if you're going to go to a private school, you're already looking at TC. But I guess if you know the coach already, then that could help. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> give me... So I think track and swim are the longest events possible. Mm-hmm. Do you, you're shaking your head now, but I go to all the events. Right. Give me, give me a day at swim during districts where you're there, I think at like 7 a.m. And you could probably, I think you leave, what time do you leave? 12. You leave at 12? Yeah, it's not as long as this. Really? Why did I think mm-hmm. last year I was there for so long? Well, anyway, that's know. still five hours. What? Give me your average swim meet, like at a big one, not just like versus another school to like the districts. Okay, so if it was a big swim meet for me, it would be just I wake up, I get everything I need, and I head over to the pool. I warm up, I do my events, and then eventually I'll leave. It just depends if my dad's done officiating for the meet. But uh, it honestly depends on just how long the meet will take because there's always like – the outcomes that you have to watch out for, like if there's a storm that comes out of nowhere and gives you a rain delay, then there's that. Does weather affect swimming? If, if it's an outdoor pool, if it's definitely. Not, li- not lightning. Does but rain like, or cold water affect you swimming? No. Okay, that's what I thought. Not yeah, club swimmers. Not. not club swimmers? I mean... So there's I mean, a difference <laughs> of a person being affected by yeah, rain? Yeah, because we're used to it. We swim in the winter... But, like, the kids that only swim high school, they were freezing on Monday. And it's okay. Only- so, like, right there. I, I just yeah. learned that. I would never even guess that. So, if you're talking about a high school swimmer, they're pretty much only swimming August through October. So, no, they're yeah. not used yeah. to the cold weather. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's your average day like? Um, so, I'll wake up, obviously. And then I'll usually check our, like, little app that we have. And then... Whatever time Coach Maria and Tara said to get there, I'll get there about 45 minutes to an hour before them. And if the pool's not open yet, I'll sit in the car. But if it is, I'll head in. And then we set up the tents, set up the chairs, and we wait. And then we have, like, an allotted time for warm-up. And we only have a few lanes, usually, because there's so many schools. Usually it's, like, maybe one or two lanes, yeah. usually. <laughs> a lot of people in one or two lanes. If you're done with your last race, do you guys leave? Or do you wait? Till your last teammate is done. Wait, definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean that's yeah. what I thought, but I know for track. When I was in track way back when, the shot putters, they'd leave because like track would sometimes go to nighttime, and they just would be like, "Well, we might come back later." Track meets are insane. Yeah, so you do track too. So track is more insane, more chaotic than a swim meet. Oh yeah, there's so many more components with like field jumps, like actual running events there's definitely a lot more components so you do cross country and swim and club swim at the same time yes then in the spring you're doing track and club swim yeah Peyton you're just swimming 
And that's not an insult. That was a question. You're yeah. just Okay. Do you think so? – I talked to baseball kids and I talked to volleyball kids. They're saying that if you want to play at the next level, you have to only do one sport. Meredith, do you think playing all these other sports hurts you if you're trying to do college swim? Or does it just get you in better shape? Or what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it just gets me in better shape because, like, cross-country right now is in the mornings. So it's not affecting, like, swim. It's just improving my endurance. And I'm not missing so much swim for it. Can you drive yet? No. So who's driving? Is your dad driving you all these things? I mean, my parents are, yeah. But, like, I could I'll drive. I'll bless them. But I don't. Because so. <laughs> you need to be here at 6 in the morning. Yeah. And then when does club swim end? Um, well, my mom's a club coach, so she's there anyway. Okay. But what time does that end? Usually we leave about, like, 7.30. So your days, on average... Are about 13 hours. Yeah, I don't really go. I don't go home in between. That's impressive. I lift far. It's going to help you, honestly. Like, that's actually what my days were, um, where I used to do club soccer and football at the same time. It's going to help you in college. Because when you, and I'm being serious, when you get to college, everyone's going to be like, and Peyton, you do, no, I'm serious, you do swim and club swim. So you're in the same kind of regiment. It's going to help you guys in college because a lot of kids would go to college and be like, overwhelmed by their three or four classes and i would just be like i have so much time on my hands like it's actually too much time i would just i just got a job but um <laughs> enough about me <laughs> yeah. uh i have a job on the weekend you have a job on the weekends oh yeah and everything's packed what do you do I teach swim lessons you need to relax <laughs> <laughs> we have cross country <coughs> Cross-country meets Saturday morning, or swim meets, and then Sunday morning, I teach swim lessons. I mean, that's good, honestly. That's amazing. Did you guys see, and you might not have, but I think you did. Did you guys see the top 30 fall athletes yeah. that I posted on Instagram? I did. Meredith? I might have. Okay. Do you guys think you guys should have been higher or lower? Did you guys even care about it? The reason being, I got no response from like swim or cross-country or crew, but all the football kids were like yelling at me about where they should have been. <laughs> and what little do they know is I kind of just made it up on the fly. So I figured that. Yeah. Did you guys like like it? Do you think that was a cool idea? Do you think I should do it for winter? Like where do you guys think you should be I ranked? Mean, I thought it was pretty good because they got like a lot of the students like energetic and talking about like it did? So I got it I don't, I don't yeah. know that. All I got was negative feedback. From yeah, the I mean my last class of the day my whole class, like it was geometry class, and my whole class starts talking to me about the top thirty athletes list. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, y'all. <laughs> That's good. And, and even though the teacher's trying to teach, all I keep hearing is just people saying like top thirty, top three. I'm like, okay. That's good. So as a sophomore grade, did you did you care about it or no? Not really. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, it's, I didn't I mean, mind it was just just six, for fun. But it's not really based on anything, so it's not like. Oh, it was based on something. You play like it was four based on sports. Something. Yeah, you are you are both top thirty athletes in my brain. Like Peyton, I watched you swim. You were significantly faster than almost every person I saw you, especially on our team. But then going against, which I was like, oh, look at that. What do you guys do? You guys have a favorite race? Do you guys like particular race? This is your favorite race to swim like um this is the one i'm the best at this is my best time well for me my favorite race and honestly my best is just 100 breaststroke i've been doing breaststroke ever since the start of my swim career and i've been really good except my coach thinks i'm a flyer so it's kind of bring me down with it coach Coach maria Maria? yeah 
And at this point, whatever Maria says, my mother's just going to follow. So now I'm just like, oh, all right. That's about it. <laughs> What's your favorite ad? I mean, I was going to say 100 Breast Drive, but now i got to sound original. So Well, you can say 100 Breast. But are we talking high school swim or club swim? Because they're different. Both. Okay, well, high school swim, there's a lot less offered. So I would say 100 Breaststroke because I have recently become better at it. I dropped like four seconds at our last meet, our last like major meet. So that's definitely put me like higher up in our region and our state. So it's better for me to be more competitive in that. And then club, definitely like the 200 breaststroke instead. So what are the differences? We actually, I have the question written down. Um, two questions that I got from you guys just talking before the podcast. How So how expensive are tech swimsuits and are they necessary? I mean, if you want to swim fast, I would say they're definitely necessary for how many like... seconds. So like if you're wearing what's what do you say your favorite race was? Honey breast. What's your time? It's a 107 right now. 107. If you were wearing a normal swimsuit, what would it be? If I was wearing a normal swimsuit, it would probably just be the same time. But if it was a tech suit and oh. maybe like, like I get my technique a little bit better, possibly like 106, 105. So that expense. swimsuit is cutting off a second. Not necessarily. Well, first let's answer how expensive these things are. These things are. I kind of know how much they are and I just, I want to make sure. They're expensive. Guys are a lot cheaper though. Yeah. Because they're full body. Well, we have the full body. They yeah, have that's just what I mean. we just have the we just have the short part. That's Mine's over five hundred dollars. <laughs> yours? My, I think the last one I bought was like three hundred bucks. Yeah. Okay, so we're talking about multiple five hundred dollar suits, like Iron Man. What are the differences between these bathing suits? Okay, so for so you buy them based on what stroke you're doing. So that's interesting. Yeah. So for butterfly and breaststroke, you buy specific ones that like lift your hips to the top of the water to make you more buoyant. And so that makes you f- go faster, but it doesn't decrease your time necessarily. So it's okay. not just about getting through the water clear. Also like the confidence in them. Like when I got my first tech suit when I was like 10, like increases your confidence a lot. There's but, cheaper options. Like what are the time differences? I agree with that. I mean, it honestly just depends seconds, on, but like, that's huge. It just depends on how you swim. Yeah. I watch district swim meets. The differences are like half a second. Oh, yeah. So I know it's a big deal. It's just that's a crazy amount of money. Mm-hmm. You can only yeah. wear them for like one season, too. Oh, they, they go out of because you can't fit in them or because they or just run they would just like wear out and then become see through. And then that's just the whole thing. Yeah. Or so. they rip. I've ripped like four tech suits. Four? <laughs> they take like an hour to put on, and you have to like inch them up over your legs, oh, and then you and then my nails so like pop through them. Are you like promoting them amongst your teammates? Because I feel like so. Here's what I'm saying. So I'm a I'm a TC kid, and like I have a perfect example. Who's the fourth kid that joined the boys swimming team? Nicholas. Are you then yeah. like, hey, thanks for joining. We really appreciate it. Now go buy this five hundred dollars suit. No. No, you're just definitely like thank definitely not. Definitely not. You got you gotta be like You gotta you be like club swimmer love. Yeah, you gotta be a club swimmer. You have to be like tapered to wear them or else they won't be doing anything. Do you guys think and I don't even know if I should ask this, but who cares if this just because the numbers are giving me 
do you think private schools are better than public schools at swim teams just because it requires more money? No. no. Definitely okay. not. All right. Yeah. So, so there are public schools in the area that would be There's public schools Jesuit that have like, Tampa prep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They do. Yeah. Name yeah. one. Freedom High School went against them the other week. I don't know if they won, but I knew it was going to be close, yeah. and I knew there was, like, tight races. Okay. Another school that went against Jesuit that are huge is uh, Steinbrenner High School. Okay. That's interesting. So, really... No, that's just interesting. You yeah. don't wear the tech suit at a dual meet. You only wear it at championship meets. Right. So like regionals and states yeah. and then sometimes districts. Okay. Yeah. So you won't even wear it during the regular season. Definitely not. No. This is all fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I asked that. Are relays more fun or just swimming by yourself? Because by yourself, you know, if I mess up, I mess up, but relays, like, what's more exciting? Honestly, in my opinion, I think that relays are definitely more exciting than individuals because it's like, other than you just swimming by yourself, you're with your teammates, you're having fun with them, and you're cheering them on to go faster. And honestly, it's just a fun atmosphere to be with your teammates. So, like, the same relays are fun? Yeah. Yes. Okay. What about you? I mean, I prefer individual events. Okay. Because I prefer, like, placing well and, like, beating people by myself who are the top who would be in a freestyle relay you gabby who else emma and sophie with that four could you who could you win Win. like could you place at districts like top four i mean you'll place i don't know about top four we'll make regionals based on the results of last year yeah but that's not our strongest Okay. I was just asking. So you told me Gabby, that was her strongest. Yeah, definitely. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. you need her help to yeah. like move on. <laughs> Is Gabby a better swimmer than you, the freshman? No comment. <laughs> you, you answered that earlier when I asked you. You <laughs> no said it depends on what yeah. race it is. It just, yeah, she's yeah. better at freestyle and backstroke, but I'm better at butterfly and breaststroke. Why? Because she's way taller than me and I'm way shorter than her. So certain races i mean peyton's laughing but so certain races <laughs> sorry height helps and certain races height doesn't help yeah you could say that or what she's been training longer like i never trained backstroke and i'm don't train freestyle anymore since i've focused on butterfly and breaststroke but definitely because she's taller she has more like arm reach she has an advantage on the long access strokes okay i mean that's i think that's interesting um so we just talked about Gabby. She's a freshman. I want to talk about the only senior, Noah. Politely. Politely. Noah's the captain. <laughs> Noah's, no, because I really like Noah. I think he's like the nicest guy. Yeah. And it could, my, the answer to this could be Noah. I don't know. He's the captain of the team because he's a senior. And I think he's a really nice guy. But when something needs to be said where kids are messing around or kids aren't having a high expectation... <laughs> Who is the person who says it? Is it Noah? Not necessarily. It would usually, most of the time, it would be Meredith. Okay, she's laughing. But... <laughs> so, uh, it's you. Oh, yeah. Give yes. me an example. You don't have to name the person. Give me. Actually, I'd rather you not name the person. Give me an example oh. where someone was just messing around and you had to go and say, hey, like, we need to adjust and this is not the way we do things. I mean, typically, like, you have to make it to your event on time. So, like... I tell them when to go up sometimes. 
and like stuff like that, or if they're just messing around, I'll just tell them to stop. Sometimes they answer yes, ma'am, to me. Really? Yeah, I, I, I put a stop to that. So I'm guessing you're going to be a coach after college, somehow, some way. Possibly. Do you want to do that? Not as a professional job. As a professional like, job. Like maybe as a side job. Okay. What about you, Peyton? You want to coach? I don't know yet. Okay. I mean, it's definitely a possibility that I can definitely think about, but at the moment, I'm just not sure yet. Yeah. Well, no, I always wanted to do something with sports. And then after college, I, I actually, got, I got a finance degree because I was like, oh, we make money. And then I hated it. And then I went back to my passion in sports and I realized that coaching just wasn't literally enough money. So I was like, oh, let me right. do right. athletic director and do the administration part where I could make a living off this. And that's something that I think you would, I'm pointing to Meredith, I think that's something you'd really like. I think you'd like being an athletic director because you're managing, um, like we have 37 head coaches. You're just managing that. I could see, I could just see managing. That's what my mom does. She's (laughs) the director of our swim team. So she manages all the coaches for swimming, which is awesome. Doesn't she manage all the locations as well? Um. I have a few more questions. How much time have we gotten down, Gary? Four minutes. Okay, then let's wrap up. Um, all right, a couple fast questions at the end of it, all right? All right. You could have one swimmer on your Ross TC roster of all time. Peyton, give me a boy. Meredith, give me a girl. Of all time, Michael Phelps type three person. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Meredith, you got it, buddy? I'm trying to think. I mean, Katie Ledecky, Summer McIntosh, like any of the fast kids. Yeah, I just want one. Yeah. You just need two. Okay. Summer, Katie Ledecky. We'll go with Katie. Got it. Mm, Bobby Fink. Why not? Okay. Yeah. Um, does it matter swimming in a Power 5 school for swimming, or does it just, does that not matter? Like Power 5, do you know what that means? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Okay, so Power 5 would be SEC, which is like Alabama, ACC, which is FSU, oh. Pac-12, Big Ten, there's Power Five. For example, Florida Atlantic University is D1, but they're not in a Power Five. For football, your goal is to just get in the Power Five. That's your whole goal is to play Power Five football. Doesn't matter (laughs) if you're in a Power Five school. I mean, honestly, if you want like, if you want to go against like those like big teams, then I would definitely think that. It's something you try and want to get into because there's a bunch of big teams out there. Like, other than a Florida Atlantic and FSU, there's also like Florida Gators and a lot more schools that I would definitely want to go against. Forgot, did you answer? No. What is it? I mean, it's definitely important, but it's out of reach because anybody that goes to an SEC school will have Olympic trials qualifying times. Okay. Last question expectations for the swim team coming up we got districts regional states i don't want to hear a pc version what is your real expectations who do you think is going to qualify for regionals how are we going to do as a team hit me honestly for the uh, the girls side i definitely think that they're going to do really well and i think most of them are going to be going on the regionals for the boys it's just gonna be me it's fine all right do you think you can go to states Meredith really, Meredith? <laughs> <head now. laughs> Do you think you can go to states? I think if I can uh, figure out my breaststroke and my five and free, then I think I definitely can. Do you think in two years when you're senior, you could? Definitely. 
Meredith, ex- real wow. expectations. For the wow, Meredith. Girls team. Okay, boys team, yes, Peyton will make regionals, and the girls relays need to make regionals, and they will. Um, and then hoping Gabby and I will make it in both of our individuals. Honestly, we have to wait until we see, like, they send out, like, a psych sheet that gives you the placing to see if Gabby and I possibly have a chance at States. Possibly, in comparison to past years. Mm-hmm. But, obviously, we're going to need to drop time and need to get faster. Okay. Listen, guys, thank you so much for coming. I know um, you didn't you were here for a long time, but we'll be posting this next Wednesday, the Sounds good. 18th. Thank you guys so much. Go TC Swim. Yeah.